Whiskey! All right, so my understanding is that Nick talked you through yesterday what we're doing. And that hopefully, between the three of us, we will give Nick a real headache with the editing. Yeah, loads of talking oh, yeah. over each other, please. Loads of talking. Anytime you bring something up that we talk about, can you say, uh, I'm sure Nick will, will put a link to that in the show notes. If you can do that, amazing. Yeah. Just like for Mo- every little... Obscure. everything. I'm going to oh, yeah, reference yeah. so many things. E- exactly. Oh, there was this obscure advertisement on Canadian TV. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. 2001 for this whiskey. <laughs> yeah. okay. Could, uh, I'm sure Nick will put it in the show notes. That kind it. of stuff. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Anything yeah. to give him more work. Obscure, like Ryan Reynolds videos and uh, Mike Myers stuff, you know, from when he was a kid, you know. Martin Short Proper. stuff, a lot of Martin Short. Um, yeah. yeah, you got it. You know what us Canadians are all are about. Yep. A boot has started already. Amazing. Let's get those Canadian jokes out of the way. In this very special episode, we are sampling the Ockentoshan American Oak Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. And not only that, we are joined by our very good friends, our Canadian-based duo, Chelsea and Pamela of the Dram Fine Podcast. It's our first cross-podination. And as always, you can find some exciting whiskey-based content on all our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. Can you believe it's February already? But anyway, it would help us out if you could rate Uary, review Uary, and subscribe Uary on all your favourite podcast platforms. Thanks very much. Thought I'd do something different. <laughs> I can't think of a comeback. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 46. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Welcome to the Whiskey and Things Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Nick, before we get cracking, I just want to thank a few people for signing up for our uh, our birthday party uh, celebration. We oh. mentioned it last week. We're uh, we're doing our first birthday party uh, in, in a couple of weeks. Well, at the beginning of March. And you've got a couple of weeks to sign up to our Patreon to be part of it. And we'll send you some whiskey. And a few people have already done that. Yeah. So thank you very much. Uh, we want to celebrate our one-year birthday in style. Uh, so the, the more the merrier. The more the, more the cake. merrier. Anyway, Nick, how are you? I'm all right, thank you, sir. Excellent. I had chicken Any wings for, for dinner and I've eaten too many. Excellent. Carry on. A- a- anything else? Any other news for me? I've got a new chair. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So I'm now more comfortable when I'm editing the show. That's the, I'm really happy about that. I'm hopefully you'll do it quicker it. then. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll fall asleep and it will take even longer. It's a really comfy chair. Both, both of which are possibilities. <laughs> yeah, it's quite upright. If Nick ever goes horizontal and speaks in the third person, he does fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my great news. Um, how about you, Dave? Anything exciting going on? Mate, actually, uh, there is. There's a couple of things. I've got a new single out uh, called Elizabeth the First. Oh, yeah. Quite happy with how that's go- going down. Lots of people liking it. It's been played on a few radio stations, Nick. Right. Gal Porter. Do you remember Gal Porter? I remember Gal Porter, yeah. She played it on a radio show, on Islington Radio. How cool is that? Good taste, that Gal Porter. Exactly. Also, Nick, you know I've been doing all this fundraising to get to Abbey Road. Yes. Well, I've only gone and booked the studio, haven't I? I know. Yeah. Booked and paid yeah. for. Booked. Oh, dear. Paid for? Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's they been want, paid they for. They wanted the money up front. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely, they did. £24,000 has come out of my account this week. Am I leaving that in? 
<laughs> if you want, it's why well, I'm, I'm being very open about it. Always, it's no secret, Nick. It's no secret. That's you can't afford me much? now. Oh. Well, well, that's that's the next year's worth. Of, I mean, it's going to be next January. I'm in yeah. there. So he needs to raise another eighty quid to be able to afford me to afford Nick Kent on the camera. Yeah, <laughs> and then another eighty pounds for Nick Kent on the base. So a grand total of <sighs> gone up to a hundred. And oh, oh, 165 pounds for the yeah, base. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Had to buy a new lead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Anyway. Good, anyway. Good show today. I, I think we should get on because yeah, it's a busy one today uh, and great guests. So let's let's get cracking. Yes, yes, yes. February 8th is International Scotch Day, apparently, according to the Scotch Whiskey Experience. I couldn't find it anywhere else, but it was on their website, so I'm going with it because it's a great little link into this segment. It Um, really is. So we thought we'd inject some International Scotch vibes into our show by inviting Chelsea and Pamela from the Dram Fine podcast. Dram Fine! From Canada. It's going to be good. It's a wicked monthly show if you haven't checked it out, the Dram Fine podcast. It is great. It's absolutely um, amazing. Hey, they do a really funny thing. They do lots of funny things. They do lots of things I wish I'd thought of. Instead of first impressions, they yeah, do uh, yeah. first impressions, as in thirsty. I love that. It's a great little pun. We love puns on this show. But we do um, love puns. So, yes. So, yeah, we got three segments now coming up with Pam and Chelsea. So, we hope you enjoy. And we'll enjoy. Speak to you later. Speak to you later. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast. Uh, welcome, Pamela, and welcome, Chelsea. Thanks very much for joining us all the way over in Canada, of yes. all places. Hello, Hello, thank you. Thanks for having uh, us. Uh, hang on a moment. That's definitely not two Canadian accents. <laughs> no. Two weeks in a row, we've had a real-life Scottish person. <laughs> this is truly international. Yeah. Oh, yes. Pamela, you are from Scotland. Uh, I am. So please explain how you've ended up in Canada. Oh, well, I married a Canadian, didn't I? So I ended up having to move. But um, obviously, I'll never lose this accent, I don't think. Quite happy about that. Yeah. Although I said garage <laughs> yesterday when we were talking to <laughs> Nick. Did. I said, no, Nick noticed that. And then afterwards, yeah. I was like, who am I? What? <laughs> <laughs> garage. Whereabouts in Scotland are you from? Um, I'm originally from Falkirk, but I lived in Glasgow for about 10 years before I moved here. Oh, very nice, very yeah. nice. And my family are actually from Iowa, which I'm sure you're both familiar with. No, what's that? Yeah, what is, what, what is that? <laughs> what, they make, what, what, what? They make oh, gin, well, I'll tell you. They make gin there or something? That- <laughs> A couple of gins, actually, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's very exclusive. So whereabouts in Canada are you calling from today? Oh, we're coming, we're all the way in um, Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, you might know it as the Texas of the North. <laughs> we do Maybe now. you don't. Ever been? <laughs> Ever been to Alberta? Ever been to Edmonton? I've been up there, yeah. I have been up it's there. It's Calgary in Alberta. Yeah, Calgary. I've been to Calgary. Uh, yeah, Calgary is about three hours uh, south of Edmonton. There's a bit of a right. rivalry, Calgary versus Edmonton. Hockey teams, the uh, Flames versus right. the Oilers. Oh, I'm sure you know all Oilers. about NHL. Yeah. Okay, so it yeah. took her all of 60 seconds <laughs> into her first bit of talking before she brought up hockey. Uh, she is an absolute stereotype. I love it. I couldn't help it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So, yeah, but the two of you are uh, the Dramfying podcast, which uh, Nick and I have both been listening to for a while. Um, please explain how, why... I know because I listened to episode one and you explaining that. But to those of people who've not listened to you before, explain why you got started and what it is you do. Well, we we met and we started having conversations kind of around alcohol 
as you do. Um, and we both kind of just felt a bit underrepresented, I guess, in the podcast Whiskey World. So that's why we started it. Although before we did decide on that, we were going to start a band. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was band or whiskey podcast. Band or whiskey podcast. This seemed yeah. easier. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which it, it, it isn't, though. Podcasting is a lot of work. You guys, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I know, but I don't play any instruments, so that I was like, literally, picked up a bass like that week, and I was like, I want to, I want to join a band. And then I was like, this is actually, this is really hard. Bass is really easy. Don't worry about it. You could have easily done it on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, we have time to teach you the bass. The band still isn't out of the the cards. It may happen. Yeah, don't yeah. don't give up that dream yet. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give up that dream. <laughs> what was your band going to be called? Oh. I don't oh. know, we wanted a girl band, didn't we? We wanted like a girl yeah. band with like women in their theories. We'll be like the fine drams. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. Nice. See what you did there. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So we just ba- a band of the there. same name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no. Make, makes branding really easy as well. You've yes. already got it all down. It's the same logo. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but the, with the podcast, like um, we just, similar to yourselves and that we wanted it to be like a really lighthearted approach to scotch you know so i think that's kind of why like our two podcasts kind of go nicely together actually and i'm really excited to be here with you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you do specialize in in uh, in tasting scotch rather than other whiskies is there is there a reason for that well i think well mainly i think it comes well a pam is from scotland so i mean that so was a big push to the scotch direction um i personally also for many years worked at a scotch bar it was called the bossy and uh we had 99.9 percent single malts so i just fell in love with single malts there and uh of course there's like you know i love bourbons and i love irish whiskeys and from all from other world but i think i just was drawn to single malts and um so then yeah just we kind of wanted to have the little niche we wanted to stick to scotch and yeah, mm-hmm. no, no regrets. And out of the two of you, like with the dynamic with Nick and myself is that Nick does all of the work, uh, all the research, knows all, all of the stuff, does all the editing, all the prep, <laughs> and I just rock up and get all the glory. Yeah, um, and so is, out, knows more than me anyway. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> out, of the, out of the two of you, who is who? Who's Nick and who's Dave? Okay. Oh my god. I, you okay? Pam is definitely Nick mm-hmm. in terms of she she um in terms of the back end she does like tons of stuff like she's like all social media she makes me feel lazy but I do do the editing and okay. I um also no I I do a lot of research too I guess right Pam yeah no you like, do. I, but I know. Uh, similarly to Dave, like she just seems to retain so much information. It just comes out of the back of her head from nowhere at times. And I'm yeah, like, I know that. <laughs> I have to research this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do like the website and all that as well. All the back end things, the secret stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, it's, it's, it feels like they're a little bit more equal in, the, in their prep there, Nick, than us. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, they even it out a little bit. <laughs> they do, but, yeah, perhaps. But Dave, perhaps you're bringing lot of charisma you know what I mean and that's mm-hmm. possible someone's very- got to <laughs> yeah <laughs> I ain't denying it man I ain't denying it <laughs> charisma and, <laughs> and, and Nick Nick you have a very like I did comment Dave's on Dave's voice but Dave or Nick you also have a very like very a- appealing voice for like it's, for radio it's all in the EQ it's all in post trust me yeah, yeah. it's all in post that's uh you know, we have one one funny story is uh, a couple of weeks ago we did a non-alcoholic whiskey. And, uh, <laughs> I listened to it. 
was for dry January. We thought, and we have a few people who who don't actually drink but still listen to the podcast. We thought we'd try and cover a few bases. And and Nick was there, and he'd made this lovely non-alcoholic cocktail, and 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 did his tasting of what it was like, and all this. And it was we did a really good job. And good then life. he had some things that he then had to do after that for the podcast, and he couldn't talk. Couldn't talk. Like and. What? A non-alcoholic, I, I'd never seen him not be able to read before. Like, it was literally a really simple sentence. No words like Oshin Toshin in it or anything like that. Really simple words. And or he just, bourbon. he couldn't, he couldn't, hey, he couldn't. Wow. Uh, that's what, I, I, uh, I get my bourbons and my bourbons confused. That's it. <laughs> right. so it's a simple mistake. I like biscuits. Right, so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was quite amusing. Yeah, I forgot literally, he couldn't read. Yeah. Oh wow! And then oh, I asked yeah. him about it the next day, and he was like, I was like "Were you all right yesterday?" And he was like, "Yeah, I think actually I need to drink uh, if I'm going to be able to do this podcast. I can't. No, I need a bit of lubricating. I need a li- I need a little bit of help. Sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, Nick, it sounds like we did the non-alcoholic cocktail at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 When I used to sit in the pit reading, when I used to play bass in theatre shows, I fired a couple of drinks beforehand, I could flow through the music better. I didn't think as much about it, you know? Sometimes you overthink stuff. That's my excuse, anyway. Um, <laughs> I think that's very valid. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It, it works for me, too. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have a little quick something or something before me and Pam record. And oh, may or may did. not you before You never told I, me. Uh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Pam, it's my, it's my secret that I now, now you know. <laughs> And I may or may so, not have had a little something before just now. Just a little. Just a little something. A little you know. something, something? A little something, something. Yeah, I, I want to make sure I pronounce bourbon right. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that Chelsea's actually in like a wine cellar right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. I'm in a wine cellar inside of a scotch bar. Oh. It, yeah, no big deal. So, yeah, yeah. this is it's good, good acoustics, right? You know. So that's where I am. It's very messy right now, so I'm not going to show you the rest of it. But yeah, there, there's my wine cellar. Nice, nice. So the original plan when Nick and I was like, "Oh, let's let's get the the girls from Canada on the podcast for International Scotch Day," was although the word is Scotch, we were thinking international, and we were thinking let's do a Canadian whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know we're not doing that because we you rightfully pointed out that's not Scotch. Um, <laughs> yep. What do you drink Canadian whiskey? Because we've yet to try one ourselves. And is there a good one that we should be looking out for? Mm, well, the, uh, I, well, I work for a Canadian. We make Canadian whiskey at the distillery I work for. I should send you guys Get a bottle. Yeah. We, we, we just released our very first whiskey. Uh, and it's, it's like a frontier style whiskey, which means uh, it's wheat, splash of rye in there. Uh, we did in brand new American oak and then finish it off in cognac and armagnac barrels from the south of France. Ooh. It's really good. So maybe I'll, I can post you guys, send you Ooh. a bottle. Yeah, it's called the Dream Run P- Prairie Whiskey. It's very good, but that's just a shameless plug. Oh, no, please but, plug uh, away. No, we're we, fine we, with we that. Bonus points for that. Yeah, bonus that was my next <laughs> question was about your distillery, what you do there, and, you know, and what I'm you make. Sure, I'm sure Nick will yeah. put some information on it in the show notes. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> no worries. No worries. But, but besides that, I mean, like, um, I, yeah, no, I've, I drink, uh, I mean, I drink a, a little bit of Canadian Canadian whiskey. The world, wi- or the whiskey of the year was um, uh, the Alberta Premium Rye, 100% Rye, which, yeah, okay. we've tried that. that 60, 60% plus ABV on that mm. one, too. So it's Ooh. a big boy. It's a spicy yeah. meatball. Yeah. I actually have some. <laughs> we could send them some of that too if you want. I have some. Yeah. Send them a care package from Canada. We're mooching all over the place. Love it. 
Yeah. Mm. Now there's one I like. Um, Pike Creek is the one I enjoy. Yeah, that oh, one. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I nope, haven't. Don't like that I, one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. I like it. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of bourbon-esque. Um, ah. but yeah, I like it. I like it. It's only, yeah, it's only one. But what are the, what are the actual <laughs> characteristics of a Canadian whiskey usually? Usually with Canadian whiskey. Well, the thing is, Canadian whiskey is a very um, broad, has a very broad definition. Um, it, it's not, people may think it's just rye, but in most of the time it isn't rye. Uh, it's mostly like corn, wheat with a splash of rye in there. So the characteristics can be very um, diverse. But if you're thinking of just straight up rye, of course, you think of that spice is the big component of it. Vanilla notes to it. But, you know, it's it's very, it's very, very broad range of flavors for sure. Mm. Um, I, yeah, it's hard to really define because it's not very well defined. Does that make sense? No. I don't know. <laughs> Are there a lot of distilleries out there? Mm, yeah, there's there's a few, and there's more and more um, coming up. There was a lot of um, a, a lot of restrictive legislation uh, province-wise in Canada that limited small batch craft distilling to be possible. So there's mm-hmm. only these big, massive distilleries out there. But that changed in 2014, um, which t- that basically deregulated um, the amount of. How much you have to make a year? It used to be like five hundred thousand liters a year. You'd have to make for sure. That cut, that got cut, and now we're seeing tons and tons and tons of new little small batch distilleries opening up all across Canada. And so, yeah, there's more and more happening every Mm. year, and there's some really cool, interesting things happening. So, um, I'm not sure the exact number because it's it's just going up. Yeah. Yeah. We were pretty lucky. We got to taste a whole bunch when we were uh, on the panel there for World World Whiskey Awards. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Not a long ago, Chelsea. We, uh, how many did we have? It was like 12 or something. It was tons. What day that was? There was like 20. And you can still remember it? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it was uh, a lot of notes. A lot of notes. (laughs) (laughs) First thing in the morning, drink 20 whiskeys. Yeah, because they're so based in London. Your palate's fresh. Yeah, there's probably that too. But your palate is fresher <laughs> in the mornings. I, can't, I, I seem to have a sniff of these sometimes in the mornings and I smell things which I hadn't, you know, picked up on the night before. Is that just so you can read? Yes, yeah, just so I can get on with my day, really. Oh, burn. Yeah. I can't, Sorry. I don't know how to turn the kettle on until I've had a sniff of a Lagavulin <laughs> or something, you know. <laughs> Is it, is Pamela just dunked, just dunked on Nick there? Sorry, sorry. I'm all, I'm all in favour of this. This is amazing. We invite you on. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. You can come yeah, again. Yes. <laughs> Back to your podcast. Um, how do you structure your shows? Do you do it by whiskey or by theme every week? How do you do it? I honestly think that because the first season was just a bit of fun for us that we just kind of were like, oh, we like this story. Let's feature this whiskey and... Towards the end of the season, we started to have more of a structure, I would say. Um, and then we, we actually never had guests until the very last episode either. So we're still kind of toying around with what kind of works for us. But in a way, it's great to have that creative freedom still. Yeah. You know, early days. Yeah, we, we find that as well. We've, we feel like the, the podcast is constantly evolving. Uh, it'd be weird if it didn't, I suppose. Um, but, stale, but yeah. D- Definitely, I'm always telling Nick he's got to do things differently. Because um, <laughs> otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick, are you, so you do the editing, Nick, right? I do. 
Yes. So did you did you put in this was this was very upsetting to me to hear. I listened oh, that's to right. uh, oh dear, I was I when I when we first started this podcast, I was like, oh, I can't wait to I uh, have a, a brilliant idea for a transition between segments. And it's going to be Matt Barry's voice saying whiskey <laughs> from Snuffbox. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, that's such an original idea. Cut to you doing it. <laughs> whiskey. Well done. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my friend Sam Pope. That wasn't Matt Berry? No, it's not Matt Berry. No, That's my friend Sam um, doing a Matt Berry impression. No, oh, we can't afford brilliant. Matt Berry. I can't afford Sam Pope, to be honest. I was wondering how you got <laughs> such good sound quality if you just got it off of, I don't know. But um, no, wow. Because um, we interviewed, uh, when we first started, I did some recording for the podcast in New Zealand and he was out there with me doing a show. And we, I interviewed him and another mate and I just got him to do like some Matt Berry stuff into the mic and just recorded it. And my we've God, been using it ever brilliant. since. Yes. Ever since. And now Sam Pope's yeah. massive on TikTok doing sea shanties. If anyone wants to, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's jumped on. He's jumped on that bandwagon. Mate, he's is he? huge on TikTok. Yeah. No way. Wow. Okay. Mm. Wow. I'll, uh, I'll link it in the uh, show notes. Yeah, I'll link it. Yeah, please do. Also, we have to get him back on now. <laughs> we have to get him back on. Now. <laughs> 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 you should link that Matt Berry clip from Snowbox. Oh, Snowbox. yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Obviously, I mentioned earlier that uh, you tend to focus on scotch. We're going to do a tasting with other scotch with you in a little bit, but do you have a favourite scotch uh, mm. each? Well, mine, I think it depends on the day, the time, how I'm feeling, but I think I always always come back to something Isla and usually Ardbeg, something Ardbeg, mm. like the Oogadal. I think that's like my always oh. kind of, I love that one. Yeah. That's I, that's what I'm going to say today, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I love Pete. Yeah, Pete's great. Pete's a good guy. <laughs> I think mine changes regularly, but I've been stuck in the Aberlurabuna for a while. I just love it. So mm. delicious. Love that cherry. Big old cherry bomb. Yeah. What about what about you guys? A boot. Um, <laughs> Nick, you go first. In terms of scotch, well, yeah, I mean, Lagavulin's usually my. If we're talking Isla, we're going Lagavulin. Um, let me look around here. Yeah, I think it is. It is Lagavulin. <laughs> yeah. He's got a whole Isla shelf. Isla I don't shelf. know if you've noticed. Yeah, yeah I, I see. That. I'm, I haven't cracked there, the Bowmore open yet. Yeah, I've got the Bowmore open yet. Oh, which Bowmore do you got? There? It's just a twelve. Um, oh. T- Hey, it's a good classic. I haven't tried it. It was on offer in the shop, so I thought, I'll give that a little go. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I know. I haven't earned it yet. You know, you feel like you need to earn opening a bottle. Yeah, I'm a big fan of of what they're doing in Balvenie. Mm. Uh, You do love that, don't you? Yeah, Yeah, I do do love all that stuff. The Caribbean cask in particular, I found delicious. I agree. Uh, I really really love that one. But yeah, all their stuff, the double wood stuff is, is just amazing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. We actually have a Balvenie episode coming up uh, next, our next one. So nice. Yeah. Ah, so hang on. So that's Me the too. is that the one coming out the first of Feb? Uh, March. March. Okay. Yeah, there will be the next yeah. one. Yeah, we're okay. we're recording that one soon. Yeah. So the With one that, that. Uh, this is going out on the third. Um, what's in the current episode, which is out? <laughs> You know? Well, we decided, we, oh yeah, we've recorded it. It's taken a lot yeah. of editing because it was a, a doozy, as uh, Chelsea would say. Um, we decided we would start with an episode that's just us talking. And I don't know if you listened to in season one, we had like 
a sort of a ghost story episode, Toast yes, to the Ghost. I was going to bring that up because I was really annoyed that I didn't come up with that idea around Halloween, <laughs> I think it was. I mean, a lot of your ideas, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we decided to do an urban legend type thing again. Um, and one of the stories we told... Oh, it just went wrong. It, it was supposed to be scary, but it ended up being very sexy. And it's so sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it it was so okay. You, yeah, it's something. It's something. It took. It's taking a lot of editing to make that something that makes any sense because we were laughing so hard. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was a sexy story, sexy ghost story. What more can you want? And then have a have a dram while you're listening to it. Perfect. So yeah, we're we're starting off on the right foot, hopefully. Wow. <laughs> Season two, sexy ghost story. Is it like that cut scene with Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters? You heard about that one? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know about it. I'll, yeah, if the listeners know about that. They know about that. You'll take you really take that. Uh, yeah, I'll link, take it, in that the, I'll link it in the description. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Sorry. Boom! These show notes are going to be fantastic yeah, today, Nick. Novel. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait to read all of them. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, that that new episode, your episode of the podcast, of course, we will link uh, within the show notes as well. Oh, Nick will link Thanks, in the show Nick notes. He's got to do something, isn't he? Otherwise, uh, what's the point in having him here? Yeah. Anyway, on that note, shall we move on and um, actually talk about whiskey? Let's do it. Whiskey bots roll out. This week's whiskey. Nicholas. Ockentoshan. American Oak, Lowland, a single malt Scotch whiskey, 40% ABV, or Ockentoshan, if you're on that side of the Atlantic, maybe. Have you ladies had this before? Yes, I have. Yes. I love a good Ockentoshan. Yeah, I like to actually bring this one out um, when I have dinner parties with people that maybe are just kind of getting into whiskey. Ah, I think this is a nice one. Bit of an introduction. Consider it an entry level. Yeah. Entry, yeah. It took over from the classic, I believe. The Akintoshan Classic. It's the new. Yeah. Yeah. This is the entry level, isn't it? In the core range. Mm. Yes. A little bit of background on Akintoshan. Here we go. It's located about 10 miles outside Glasgow, next to the River Clyde. Yeah. Um, the yeah. distillery was actually bought, born, you know, it was uh, squeezed out <laughs> of, a, uh, of the Whiskey God's mum um, in 1800, but was officially founded... In 1823, when the Excise Act was passed. Fantastic. Um, which we talked about a few uh, episodes ago, Dave, and when we talked about Glenn Libet. I'm sure you'll put a link to that in the show I'll notes. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so it's quite an old one. Standard story um, for an old distillery. It's been through a million hands, but uh, it's currently owned by Beam Suntory. So technically, this is uh, Suntory time, everyone. <laughs> Oh, yes. We oh. love that. It's a loose connection. You did but it. A- any excuse for a Suntory time. Exactly. Yeah. You're going, Bring, getting all the good references today. <laughs> no. Bring in the Bill Murray. Love that. Love. Yeah. 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 So, not much going on in terms of a history, apart from it got bombed during World War II. They'd shut, they'd ceased production during World War II, but they did get bombed because the uh, River Clyde and the shipyards around there were the target of uh, air raids, etc. Um, so yeah, it damaged the distillery and destroyed the warehouse. They lost a load of casks in there back in the whenever World War Two was. History, history, anyone? Any pop yeah. pop quiz? Yeah, I remember, I remember history. I remember history. So, so Nick, I can never spell this, let alone <laughs> pronounce it correctly. Yeah. Um, where does the name come from? I reckon you know this. 
But I first, I want to hear uh, Pamela pronounce it properly in the Scottish tongue. Ockintoshin. Ockintoshin. There we go. Does sound better Scottish, doesn't it? Yeah, does sound better in Scottish. (laughs) It comes from a Gaelic word, meaning corner of the field. I'm not going to try and pronounce it Scotch Gaelic. Did you know that, Pamela? (laughs) I did not. I don't. If you listen to our podcast, you know I do not speak Gaelic (laughs) at all. I try sometimes. Not good. Um, I do remember being a kid, though, growing up in Scotland, you'd get like kids' TV shows in both English and in Gaelic. Uh, so I remember Postman Pat like talking away in, in Gaelic, but then obviously there's some modern words that get thrown in. So he'd be like talking away, and then he'd be like helicopter. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> and you feel like you knew what we were talking about, but <laughs> no idea. <laughs> awesome. Funny. The distillery was also known as Glasgow's Malt Whiskey um, due to its proximity to Glasgow, and it was also called the Breakfast Whiskey due to its sweet and delicate nature. Breakfast uh, whiskey. That's true. Breakfast yeah, we used to serve it at the at the bar. We used to have serve it with breakfast when we had brun- on brunches because it was yeah the breakfast whiskey pairs nicely oh. with with a fry up. Is that what they wow. say, Pam? A fry yep. up. Yep. Yeah. Fry up. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, a got that. Greasy spoon fry up. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, unusually for a Scotch, um, Ockintoshin is actually triple distilled. Yeah, it's one of the only ones, if not the only one, maybe the it's only established the, um, one to do the it. The only one. Yeah. It's the only one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when it uh, before it gets put in the cask, it uh, it's up to 80, 81% alcohol. Yeah, it's very rare. Ooh. Yeah, it's rare for a scotch. Yeah. There we go. So that's what I've got on the old distillery. And today we're trying the American oak, which is their entry level. Yeah. Well, do you want to do you want to talk more about this? I mean, I can do it if you want, but there's right. a word there that I'm never going to be able to say. So uh, I'm gonna, it's more it's more fun you doing it. That's the word. I don't know how to say Pedro Jimenez. Is it Jimenez? Or, oh, or? Chelsea. She's oh, Jimenez. Yeah, these. Yeah. Oh, no, you need to just say it as fast as you can. Pedro Jimenez. Pedro Jimenez. Pedro Jimenez. Or just say PX. PX cast. PX. People should know. People know what PX means if they know. Yeah. If you know, you know. To yeah, explain you know. why we're talking about the PX cask, yes, this is part of their core range. Um, this is the entry-level one. They also do a 12-year-old and another one called the Three Wood. The Three Wood um, is aged in bourbon, Spanish Oloroso sherry, and then finally in the PX cask. But this one <laughs> is well just done. aged. It's, there's no age statement. Um, it's just aged in American bourbon barrels for the entirety. Um, I couldn't find how old it was, but uh, there we go. They don't want to tell us. They don't want to tell us. No, they don't. Yeah. I do like the bottle, Nick. It's one of those bottles which makes you feel like you've got a big bottle. Right. Like, it feels like there's more in here than there actually is. Like, it feels chunky. <laughs> oh. A lot of know, glass. Like, there's a lot of glass there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It just feels like it's a litre rather than 700 mils. It's a good sized bottle. I don't know What's how the they cork did that. Like? Not too bad. Oh. Um. I didn't hear, that's a, I didn't really hear Nick's there. Yeah, Nick, we're not getting yours. It's because you're doing it by your microphone, which isn't coming through the speaker. Almost, yeah, almost as if I was recording a podcast. <laughs> ah, right. there it, is. it sounds amazing. I yeah. love your appreciation for corking, like bo- uh, corking, decorking the bottle sound. It's off the fun. Yeah. It is I, part of the fun. Want that corking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so on the eyes, briefly, it's, it's you know, it's a good orangey tone <laughs> or light gold I would call that nice yellow yeah. light gold hay hay colour 
Hayes on Eastwood. Why does it look? Uh, am I? You're in the dark, that Dave. That's the I problem. I am in the dark. <laughs> You're doing it in your moody little studio in the dark, no lights on. Such an emo. What do you it's think? Still, in fair, it still looks quite orange to me. I'd say gold. Fair. Yeah, it's a gold. Anyway, let me let me be in my darkness. All right? <laughs> <laughs> my chemical romance in there. <laughs> if only I had the hair. <laughs> this smells good. Yeah, very uh, light, elegant. I'm getting grassiness there. Vanilla, obviously. Yeah, cut grass and vanilla for me. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, definitely light and bright. Vanilla, yeah. almond Come almost. On. Oh yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, I was about to say almond. Nice. Definitely some of that in there. Nice. A little bit of marzipan. There is a bit of marzipan. And uh, yeah. like extremely buttered popcorn in there. Oh. oh. Nice. Creme brulee. Oh. oh, look at that. She's creme brulee. Straight with the creme brulee. Light it up. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's the reaction we're looking Whoa. for. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, is that <laughs> under eye here? There's a big Keanu Reeves there. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what? Oh, dude. Hark. <laughs> Chelsea, Pamela, welcome oh, to you both. He knows us. <laughs> of course. Whiskey God knows everyone. Whiskey God does know oh, everyone. No. Exceptional yeah. nosings, ladies. And I must say, it's refreshing to be sharing the stream with whiskey podcasters who know what they're talking about for once. <laughs> Charming. Bloody cheek. Thanks, whiskey guy. Cool. After all that schooling you've done, Nick. Remember who pays the rent on the cloud you're sitting on, pal. (laughs) (laughs) And no whiskey tokens for you next month. (laughs) Whatever. You're not my dad. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) I'm Um, kind of starstruck at the whiskey god. Oh, please. You're too kind. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Whiskey God, please tell us your tasting notes. With pleasure, Pamela. As you asked so nicely. <laughs> Achentoshan American Oak Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Tasting notes. On the palate. A smooth and creamy mouthfeel welcomes you. Darker notes of coconut, clove, and toffee are quite present but juxtapose against a darker citrus note, like that of grapefruit. A sweet oaky spice starts a slow linger with notes of granny apples and young nectarine. On the finish, that sweet oaky spice lingers away with a bit of cinnamon, and it's almost as if that grapefruit note brightly cleanses the palate for the next sip. Overall, A great ambassador to the Scottish lowlands, there is a complexity to this whiskey that likely comes from maturing this single malt in bourbon barrels, and in the case of Scotch whiskey, a very rare case of triple distillation. Usually, one of the Highland Glens is used to introduce developing Scotch enthusiasts to barley-based whiskey for the first time, before they explore other regions. However, if your scotch palate is venturing out from the highlands for the first time, this is a welcome stranger from the lowlands. Achentoshan American Oak Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. 
Ta-ta. Wow. So it is told. Wow. Wow. It's overwhelming. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you, Whiskey God. Wow. So, thank thank you. you. Thank you, Whiskey God. So some interesting points there. Um, for, firstly, uh, Pamela, it seems you are correct, oh, according gone. to the he's God, gone. to use this as an entry level, uh, as, a, as a way in yeah, for people but- trying whiskey. Uh, that, I picked that out. I'm hoping I heard that correctly. Um, mm-hmm. Also, was he talking about Grammy apples or granny apples? Because uh, Grammys don't do apples unless <laughs> unless they've combined to do the Grammy Apple Music Awards or something yeah. like that. Oh, but, uh, was it granny apples? He said it's got to be granny. Yeah, yeah. Granny I would assume apples. so. Yeah, I'd say yeah. granny. <laughs> Grammy apples. Grammy apples. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be in the gift baskets. Finish oak spice, cinnamon, and grapefruit to like as a refreshing end. I was tasting along and. Do you know what strikes me is this is the and it's I don't know if I would have picked this out if you'd not told me it was triples distilled but it does remind me of Jameson's okay like, yeah it's the closest Scotch I've ever had to, to Jameson's um, right which is obviously Irish yeah it's a good show yeah definitely because of that triple triple distillation for sure yeah definitely although I still some, somewhat get a little bit of um almost like a estery vibe to it too a little bit at the at the end there yeah. I don't know if you guys get that yeah. Mm. And I'm wondering if it's just they make their cuts pretty deep. I don't know. Their final cut is deep. Yeah. In the, that third distillation, they do. They have a lot of details in it, which gives it oh, that history well, vibe. Oh, yeah. there you mm. go. Okay. Good stuff. I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> Distilling. Um, well, I was always told the first cut is the deepest, but clearly uh, <laughs> I know nothing. Watch out for the tails, mate. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I'm getting a slight spice on that as well. Um, I'm getting yes, a bit of coconut definitely. water, not so much coconut on the palate, kind of coconut water kind of thing. It's a bit different. Yeah, I don't get the coconut, but everyone, like in all the tasting notes I've read about it, everyone says coconut. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, for me, coconut is bounty. Mm. Oh, yeah. Chelsea, mm-hmm. how would you serve this? How would you recommend serving this in a bar? Um, well, I usually, for every single malt, I always would want to recommend just straight straight up. Um, it is only 40% ABV, so I wouldn't even recommend water. But then again, you know, some people when they're first starting, maybe they need some ice, maybe they want to add some water just to kind of dilute that down a bit. So it's not so overwhelmingly ethanol and you get some of the more nuances of the flavor. Um, but yeah, I would recommend for this one, just straight up neat. Yeah, that's what I would, that's how I'd, that's how I'd serve it. Did you go get your Dave yeah. Broom book? Yeah, yeah it's not, it's not in there. It's not in there. Oh, no. <laughs> Because when you started mentioning coconut water, that's one of the things he often recommends mixing oh, um, really? mixing whiskey with. Um, he he kind of has um, D- Dave Broom, who's a fantastic whiskey whiskey writer. You may have heard of him. He has five that he always judges uh, a whiskey with: um, soda, ginger ale, cola, coconut water, and green tea. And he gives them all ratings out of five. And I it's, I always find that quite interesting. Um, what but, an interesting, but, yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I haven't figured out why he's chosen those five things. It probably says in the front of the book, but I never read the front. <laughs> Did you not read the blurb, Dave? No, I just went straight in. Did you not judge that book by its cover as soon as you got it? <laughs> I would have. What, what, is that for just, was that for all, like what kind of whiskey and specific kind of whiskey or was it? It covers quite a lot. Everything from bourbon to oh. uh, to J- Japanese. Um, and obviously it doesn't have everything in, but it has, it's pretty good because it, it has your, from your basic blends, 
mm. all the way through to some decent single malts or decent Japanese stuff. So mm. it's a good entry level book. Like it even has bells in it, for example. So it's, mm-hmm. it can teach you how to even use your standard bells. blends. Mm. But then it also has the nice, you know, Macallan Gold in there or, or stuff like that. So it's a good book. It's a, I'm really enjoying it. And it's definitely made me think less snobbily. Mm, that's that's a word snobbishly yeah. Uh, yeah. about how to drink whiskey you know and and not be scared to go do you know what i'm going to add something to this and worry that it's going to ruin it yeah. Oh, yeah um yeah oh yeah well that being said with this with this scotch because it is how we mentioned it's kind of like a irish whiskey or even kind of has a blend vibe to it too you could use this as a base of, of a cocktail pretty mm. easily for sure i'd say yeah, and also at the price point, it's not too expensive, is it? So, mm. it, you know, again, he's put some expensive whiskies in there and suggested adding coconut water to me, mm. and that blows my mind because it's expensive. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, do I want to add Coke to a whiskey that's expensive? And I know it may be an amazing drink, but do I want to do that? Whereas when it's a little bit cheaper, you can be like, oh, I'll experiment with this. I'll make a cocktail with it and, and see what comes out. And Yeah. Yeah. Damage-wise, in the UK, this is about £32. Um, I worked it out with the current exchange rate. That's fifty-five Canadian dollars. Um, oh, I'm not sure if that's, ex- that. if that's expensive or not. How much is a? a that's pretty cheap. Is that how yeah. much it usually is in Canada, or is it a bit more because of the import and all that kind of stuff? Uh, I think it's more. It's more. Yeah, fifty-five dollars yeah. for that would be a steal of a deal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it would be. I think it'd be closer to eighty for something, and that's really? that's cheap for a scotch, a single malt, eighty bucks. That's like. Really? Yeah. Guess yeah. it's where you are, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. For our listeners at the moment, the Whiskey Exchange are doing this on offer for £24.95, which is a very oh, good a bargain. deal. It's a very good bargain. deal. Wow. And Nick will put a link to that in our show notes. <laughs> with, Thanks, our, with our link, go. which helps out the show if you want to go. Absolutely. That, everyone. Absolutely. There yeah. I do like this one. I feel like there also is like a florally element to it that I don't know if it's Heather or something like that, but it's. There's something extra in there for me. Yeah, there is. I think Heather's a great shout on that, actually. Yeah, there's like a herby, herbiness at the back for me. Herbie. Herbie, Herbie. the, uh, the love book. <laughs> great car. Herbie. What a great car he was. <laughs> the original Bumblebee, really, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm enjoying this. I think, it's a, I think it's a fine lowland whiskey, especially at the price. So, and a good one to have on your shelf, as Pamela said, because when you do have people coming around, this is a good way to, to get people into the idea of trying more complex flavours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like it. Good job, Nick. Good job on, uh, on your research and uh, good taste in everyone. Good job, Arkantosh. And good job, Arkantosh, on making this uh, make this whiskey. I've enjoyed it. Me too. There we go. I nice. still think the Three Wood is my favorite Arkantosh for sure. Have you had that one? Not Have yet. you guys tried that one? No, Oh, that yeah. one is amazing. And you mentioned how it was made with oat cast bourbon, then the PX, or sorry, bourbon, sherry, Oloroso sherry, then PX. Yep. It was a complete accident. It was like a, it was a mistake. Oh, wow. And it just happened to work. And is now it's their probably, I think it's probably one of their best selling, if not the best selling Arkantosh. Yeah. Happy well, we've, you heard it here first. That's the one to try. So uh, yeah. Nick will also put a link to that. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> yeah. Go get uh, that one. No, Three Wood is excellent. This is the Whiskey God reminding you to please always drink responsibly. We actually both want to know what your whiskey backgrounds are well we're both musicians so really our whiskey background started with jack daniels collecting all the merchandise and all that kind of stuff but in terms of when we really kind of started looking into it more was when we 
well, we kind of got not addicted, but we were given a lot of Jamesons by a friend we were touring with. And then we'd shoot a lot of that. And I got sick of Jamesons. But then we started the whiskey show on YouTube in 2014 called Whiskey and Things with an E back then. But we didn't talk about whiskey. We just talked about what we were doing. And it was just an excuse to uh, get together. And uh, it was Wayne's World with Whiskey, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, it wasn't really that into the whiskey. It was it just a whiskey a, show. Uh, all about the things back Towards then. the end, we tried enough different whiskies that we, we had developed a little bit more of a palate, but, but yeah. still a long way to go. But that all stemmed from, and Nick kind of glossed over it, our friend uh, Chris Rivero um, loves Jameson's, and um, he was over in the UK. He lives in LA. He was over in the UK for a week, and uh, and we it, we spent, I basically spent a week drinking Jameson's and eating chicken wings. Mm. Mm. And uh, whilst whilst me and him were sitting there one night, he said, you know, you should write a song about this and call it Whiskey and Wings. So I did, and I wrote a song, and it came out in 2012 called Whiskey and Wings. And then when we were talking, Nick was like, I want to do a, I want to do a YouTube show. We, we should call it Whiskey and Things. And it just, it was, there was the kind of play on, yeah. on Whiskey oh, and I Wings. I love that. And that Whiskey and Wings song is our theme tune. So you hear that opening yes. from the song at the end, that's our theme tune. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That's good so, info. Yeah. And I, I then went on to write another song on my next album called Whiskey and Daffodils. And I'm now writing my next album. And I need to think of a whiskey and to put on the next album. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I d- do not know what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. That's fine. If I have any ideas, I'll send you some, I'll send you some ideas if I have any. Yeah. I oh, appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to, to me, whiskey and music is inherently linked uh, mm-hmm. As a result of that, like as Nick said, r- r- going right back to the start, you know, like Nick had a guitar with Jack, that all the Jack Daniels branding on. He sold it to me, and then I I sold it for more money. He flipped it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Rude. Uh, yeah. It is rude. <laughs> Apparently, it went up in value because he'd owned it for a while. <laughs> I just looked after it better. That was all. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How many guitars have you destroyed, Dave? <laughs> Well, mine seems to be yeah. fine over there. <laughs> Far too many. <laughs> Far too many. Um, which which brings us on to a, a little discussion, I think, about music and whiskey. Do you have a song which you like to listen to when you're drinking whiskey? Or do you have a play? Do you have a whiskey drinking playlist? I think is probably a better question in the current climate. It's an excellent well, question. It's a great question. Well, we have a few playlists actually, um, similar to your whiskey and wings, whiskey and daffodils. Ours are. Whiskey while drinking. No, what is it? What are called? What are called? <laughs> well, so <laughs> we made a, a bunch of playlists um, that you can find on Spotify. Drinking whiskey while drinking whiskey while so and so and so, and then there's a scenario. So like w- oh. drinking whiskey while at a table for one in a dark and smoky room or something, or or w- drinking whiskey while uh, walking up a great big hill. Walking up a hill. I don't know, you know, so we have a Is there a drinking with whiskey with friends playlist? Because I've got a perfect song for that. Oh, What's no, but uh, do tell. Yeah, it's my own song. Oh, <laughs> whiskey <laughs> wings. Of course. You know what? <laughs> We're going to add that. <laughs> Let's collaborate on the next, on the next um, playlist and we will yeah. put that one there. For sure. That, that, I love that idea. Is Nick's Nick's gonna find all these podcasts and uh, sorry, all these playlists and put them in the show notes because I love the idea. I'm not. Chelsea's of, uh, gonna send me a list. Chelsea's, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> Chelsea's gonna help me out on this. Hey, one. wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
am not Nick. Or no, Pam. absolutely not. That's not part. That's not how this works. It. Am I doing it wrong? I don't know. I'm. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. Oh, you're busy. Yeah, you got a proper job. Yeah. Oh, right. well, Nick, I'll help you out. I got you. <laughs> They've got to edit this sexy ghost whiskey podcast. Oh, yeah, it's still, it's got to come I, out, Nick. Whiskey ghost might, porn. Oh, Looking forward to that. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> um, it's going to be worth it, though. Don't you guys, don't you hurt. That episode is out now, everyone. You can find out on Spotify <laughs> and all your favourite podcast platforms. That is yeah. Cool. But that is a, re- sorry, going back to this, that's <laughs> such a good idea for those playlists. How, yeah, how many is. different ones have you got? I think we've got five so far. We're just going to keep building on them this year. Um, Chelsea definitely has a song that she always talks about when she's drinking well it's not so much a song it's just like when I think of I mean this is very I think a cliche you listen to Tom Waits and his gravelly voice it's very like indicative of drinking whiskey I think huh? you know yeah, um, so yeah. I have a lot of Tom Waits on my playlist a lot of uh, like deep baritone voices like Nick Cave is another big one mm. I love drinking whiskey to Nick Cave Leonard Cohen there's a there's a theme yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chris Stapleton's got a couple of good whiskey songs. Yeah, Tennessee uh, whiskey. Yeah, but he's got that. Yeah. He's got another one called Whiskey and You. Well, that's the difference between whiskey and you. And it's like this really low like thing where he compares a, a, a woman that he, he loved uh, to a bottle of whiskey, and it's a really amazing song. Oh, the um, oh, yeah. I love his voice. He's got it's a like a heartbreak voice. whiskey song. Oh. Um, th- there's a great whiskey song by Justin Timberlake. I've tried Jack, I've tried John, I've tried all of them. I can't drink you away. It's amazing. It's such, yeah, Mm. because he's a Tennessee boy as well. Yeah. It's it's a really, really, really great song, uh, which which Nick will will put a link to in the show. Just put his whole discography up there, if you don't yeah. mind. <laughs> fairness, we actually have a Whiskey and Things uh, podcast playlist, and he will, he, I will add the songs. That's my job. I will add those songs to uh, to the playlist. So that's something that Nick Thanks, then Dave. only has to. You've only got to link the playlist, mate, which I think is already in the uh, is already in the standard. In Should already be in there. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, no worries. You're welcome. What about you, Nick? What do you what would what do you listen to? Um. I love sticking on like Gary Clark Jr. If I'm drinking some bourbon or something, takes me back to Austin, oh, yeah. gets me in that barbecue, food, Austin vibe. I love that city, but it reminds me of the the film Chef where he's playing in that, you know, oh, yeah. that kind of just takes me back to that place as well. Um, it's got a couple of other songs. SOB by Nathaniel Rateliff. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one. It's a rowdy, uh, rowdy song. Yeah, that's a rowdy one. Um, Lean on Sheena um, is a cover by the Bouncing Souls. They got a line in that one. Uh, Here we are after dark, knocking back the maker's mark. That's uh, one of my, that's a nice little little whiskey line in there. And then um, there's Whiskey in the Jar as well. Oh, yeah. Either the Thin Lizzy or the Metallica version. For me, it's the Metallica one. Which which one do you guys prefer out of those two? I think Thin Lizzy for me. Thin Lizzy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Def, 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 I knew it happened. <laughs> no <laughs> offense, Metallica fans. <laughs> I like the idea of the drinking whiskey when uh, playlist because it's like when you're just having a chill out. I love putting on that that uh, Americana stuff. The, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the old guys. So, um, like Johnny, the, the albums that Johnny Cash made in the last few years of his life on the America record, records, where he's got that really kind of old voice. And there's a there's a guy called Guy Clark who made an album called Dublin Blues. Again, it's that 
It's that really kind of like chilled out, low voice. Southern Gothic vibes, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love all that. And you, yeah, especially if you're having a bourbon, I think that's it that goes with the territory. Mm. But there was a film recently by Dave Broom. We mentioned him earlier when I was talking about that book, um, The Whiskey Manual, um, or The Manual. Whiskey, The Manual by Dave Broom. And he's made this film called The Amber Light. And it's inherently a film about his story and, and whiskey. And, and But it's there's so much great Scottish music in there. And the just that the whole social aspect of drinking whiskey and there being music playing. Um, it's a really great film and the soundtrack is amazing. So if you can try and track that down, I think, you, I think you'd really enjoy it. Great scenery, great bit of knowledge. Dave's amazing. He's got a great story. There's some great little animation bits in there that make it really watchable yeah, as well. Yeah. But the soundtrack and the live music in it um, and the folk music aspect of from Scotland... Um, mm-hmm. Again, if I'm drinking a nice scotch by a fireplace and I'm on my own, some Scottish folk music, hell yes. All in favour of that. You can't go wrong. I don't know if it's an age thing, but I love folk music now, especially like Scottish folk music. I don't know if it just reminds me of being younger or whatever, but I'm, I love it. And one of the playlists we have is actually made by um, Fiona McNeil from Celtic and Folk Fusions Radio. It's a, a Scottish radio station she collaborated with us on it. Nice. And her one is the Walking Up a Hill and it's all... Uh, folk music is in that um and one of the other ones is all scottish bands as well like some newer ones some older ones and stuff for a, a burns supper one that we'd made as well right. and that's actually one of my favorite ones to listen to anytime not just the burns like yeah yeah just, yeah and there's a couple of little gems in there not a lot of folk to be honest with you but a lot of great Scottish bands. Thanks so much for giving us an evening of your time or an afternoon yeah, of your time. You. It's an evening for us, but it's an afternoon mm. for you. Uh, and for sharing your thoughts on the uh, on the Ockentoshan, uh, <laughs> which I can't say or spell, uh, and just, just hanging out with us. It's been a lot of fun. I hope we get to do this again um, because it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's yeah. been so much fun. I love listening to you guys, so it's, it's been great uh, hanging out with you. Likewise. Yeah. Yes, look forward to the uh, new season. Thanks. Yeah, same, yeah definitely. Same. Hope look we for- get a chance to collaborate again something else. Maybe a playlist. That's oh. a great idea. Or a band. We can start a band. Or a band. As long as it's a sea shanty, we'll be fine. You know, people will be <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you can't tease about whiskey. Yeah. That's perfect. There you go. Amazing. Hand in hand, isn't it? Amazing. We'll get the whiskey god to do the low part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, whiskey god. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. So, you can watch the full uncut video of that interview with Pamela and Chelsea if you're a Whiskey and Things Patreon. That is up right now. Uh, and don't forget, if you do join Patreon, you can join in on our birthday party as well. That's patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. Or follow the link on our website where you can also get a t-shirt perhaps or a Glen Karen. Whiskeyandthings.com. Yeah, but I, I love those two. They are so much fun. It was This was such a great idea. I hope we get them on again. And if anyone isn't listening to their podcast, if you haven't subscribed to their podcast by now, then please do. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. We're do. recording this on a Monday, the 1st, and their new one just came out, so I listened to it today. God, that sexy ghost story they're talking about. <laughs> it should come with a warning, that podcast, <laughs> to be honest. That's a little clue. Anyway, um, you can find them at Dram Fine Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or you can log on to www.dramfine.com to find out more as well. But yeah, it was yeah. fun, wasn't it? Yeah, a great time. Great time. How's your pen, Nick? You just gave that all the battering in that uh, in that little segment there. Yeah. 
I think every single word was punctuated with a pen stab on the yeah. bar. He loves his pen, does Nick. Anyway, Nick, tell, <laughs> tell me what we've got coming up next week. What's happening in episode 47? Well, um, we had a little uh, brief taste of this guy a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. When we put on face. No, we had a bit in the show, actually, didn't we? We had Paul we Martin, uh, the mixologist on. We had a little clip of him on our Instagram making a non-alcoholic cocktail for us. But um, as we said back in that episode, you had to wait a little bit before you actually heard the full interview. Well, next week, you will be able to hear the full interview. Absolutely. Yes, Paul Martin, mixologist. He also runs dreamwhiskies.com and bartendertraining.co.uk. Um, and he'll be telling us all about his mixology career and all about Dream Whiskies, um, which is a site which gives you, yes, you, listener, the chance to win some <laughs> lovely whiskies, uh, including some really nice, uh, really tasty kind of expensive ones. You wouldn't normally maybe fork out on so yeah we'll be talking to paul martin next week fantastic it's a good episode he's great fun great guy you're gonna love him yeah you're gonna love him but what are we drinking nick well i went through a few (laughs) here was my uh thought process i thought you know what we've been doing scotch for a while now because our last episode where we didn't do a scotch was 35 where we did the gariana wow and all the scotch i thought oh let's do let's do a welsh whiskey you know it's got one here called cardew which I thought was Welsh. Turns out that's a Scotch as well. So I'm going to have to do lots of research on that one. So we're not doing that because um, we don't want to do a Scotch again. So we're going to do the classic. As we do have a mixologist on next week, we thought, yep. why not go with the classic? Let's do JD. Yeah, and we mentioned it with, with Chelsea and Pamela as well. It's something we've mentioned a lot. It, it's played a big part in our whiskey story. So we it should. It, it's shocking that it's been 47 episodes and before we've done it. But, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to try that JD, original number seven. Yeah. It's like a perfume, doesn't it? It really does. JD, uh, number seven. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm not looking forward to it. By Calvin Klein. But well, it, maybe it will surprise me. Maybe it's going to surprise me. Well, everyone um, knows I like it. In moderation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to do that. And we might be mixing it with stuff. Maybe we'll have some fun doing some cocktails. Yeah. yeah, yeah a bit, yeah, yeah, bit yeah, of Coca-Cola yeah. out or whatever. Is it? You can't, can you have it with anything else apart from Coca-Cola? I think we should try, Nick. Is Pepsi ever okay? No. No, Pepsi's no. never okay. No, you should walk out a bar when they say that. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> At the moment, to be honest, I wouldn't be too fast. But there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yes, episode 47 out next Wednesday. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. I just punched the bar. See, that's because he didn't have his pen. He, he decided, I can't use the pen because uh, Dave told me off for using the pen. I'll punch it instead. Now yeah. he's hurt himself. Because the pen is my safety net. <laughs> <laughs> the pen is more mighty than the sword yes yeah. <laughs> right let's wrap this up it's been a long episode alright um, thanks thanks, for, uh, thanks everyone for listening uh, please don't forget to press share and uh, we hopefully see you next week but cheers, cheers. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. coming Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions <laughs>